What well, is time again for our weekly segment, which is focused on the Institute of Agriculture and Natural Resources at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Our guest today is Vice President and Vice Chancellor Mike Bain. Mike, today we're going to be talking about IANR professor, that is Dr. James Schnabel. He was recently named the Nebraska Corn Checkoff Presidential Chair of the University of Nebraska. Tell me a little bit about that title, and I suppose, how did he get that? Yeah, thanks, Bryce. Absolutely. So the Presidential Chair Award is the highest academic honor at the University of Nebraska writ large, not just UNL, but the entire university system. It's the highest honor that can be bestowed on a faculty member. So congratulations to Dr. Schnabel. James is uh, really well-deserving. This award is supported, as you might guess, um, by a permanent endowed gift, which honors a senior faculty member who, who is also a top scholar in, in a given discipline. The gift also provides ongoing support for research, development, and program support related to that discipline and in particular to that professor's work. James is a professor in the Department of Agronomy and Horticulture and his, he specializes in computational biology. And he was, as you mentioned at the top of the show here, was named the Nebraska Corn Checkoff Presidential Chair just earlier this month. It's a big deal. It's a huge honor for for James, and uh, in fact, James' entire lab. Um, James is an incre- has an incredible track record uh, in science at, at UNL, but is uh, really uh, uh, an international player when it comes to um, computational biology and thinking about, uh, thinking about the future, thinking about germplasm, thinking about corn. Uh, just really cool. And a huge shout-out at the same time. This is... Uh, this, this, is, this award is only made possible uh, because of our partnership with the Nebraska Corn Board and the Nebraska Corn Growers Association. These are the two organizations that made this, made this endowment possible. I'm going to have Dr. Schnabel join a uh, elite group here of Bames and Duskits that our last names are not the most easiest <laughs> when you, you look at them <laughs> to pronounce. And uh, I, Dr. Schnabel's name rolls off the tongue because we talk about him a lot. Yep. And uh, he does a lot of work in, in the industry. What, maybe if you could remind us a little bit about some of his work, Mike, the importance of that work to Nebraska. Yeah, I'm going to stay really tight to corn since uh, this is the Nebraska Corn Checkoff Presidential Chair, but he's, his uh, work, work is pretty broad-ranging, actually. Um, the Presidential Chair appointment serves as an opportunity, really, for the university research to be focused in a particular way, in this case, uh, related uh, to the Nebraska corn growers and, and the Golden Triangle of where that corn goes and how it's used. Dr. Schnabel has already done some really neat work, as you've alluded to. Just earlier this year, he was part of a team that successfully mapped the complete corn genome. So way back in the day when um, genetic, genetic uh, tools became possible, we had the human genome map. This is the corn genome map. And uh, Dr. Schnabel is part of the team that um, came back. And I think we had, I remember talking about this. This is like the second version of the the corn genome, the first corn genome had big gaps. It was like reading your favorite novel with every other word crossed out or maybe every other line crossed out. So they filled in those missing lines. Um, That corn genome is wickedly complex, and this important work really paves the way for better understanding of the corn genome, which genes uh, get turned on under different environmental 
conditions like heat stress or drought um, as we think about those types of things also what genes are turned on or turned off when a corn plant is in, in infected with a particular plant pathogen or infested or attacked by a certain pathogen um, also things like uh, sorry insect uh, pest other things like um, nutrient uh, requirements so you know, again, think about things, you know, someday maybe we'll plant in Nebraska winter corn where after harvest in the fall, farmers are back in the field planting this amazing cold tolerant crop, just like winter wheat that actually, you know, there you go. And oh, by the way, this winter corn doesn't require any irrigation and it doesn't require any nitrogen fertilizer and it has bumper crop yields. Uh, that's the kind of thing that uh, James's work is, is, is wound up for us to do. James has also founded three ag startups. So this guy, Dr. Schnabel, is, a, is an entrepreneur. He's developed a sensor similar to a Fitbit that actually measures transpiration and sap flow in the corn stalks. Um, his interests also extend far beyond food production. This award... Uh, positions Nebraska to dedicate even more research time and energy uh, in the growing and increasingly important fields of uh, biofuels and biomaterials. And we've got companies like Blue Stem here in Nebraska, a group of entrepreneurs really thinking about what, what does our ethanol uh, fermentation platform, number two in the country, what does that look like? What's that in infrastructure and that capital investment look like you know, when, when uh, more elect, uh, electric vehicles are out on the road and maybe we've switched the need for bioethanol for, for auto fuels, um, fuel additives to um, really cool, advanced biomaterials. And James' work is right there. And so it was fun. Um, I had a chance to visit with Kelly Brunkhorst, executive director of the Corn Board, and, and, um, and Kelly, of course, and the the group's leaders were involved and they had a chance to meet with James. And yeah, I, I met with Kelly right after that meeting and it, you could just tell the excitement was palpable. I'm excited about what James and the team does, um, but they were too. So this, this seems like a really good marriage and it's a very exciting next step. Yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, obviously talking specifically about corn here, Mike, but I think about over the past six months or so, some of the people I've had the chance to interact with when it comes to researchers within the IANR purview, some focused on soybeans, other on wheat. But to that point, as I bring that up, it takes funding and support from folks like the Nebraska Corn Board, but others to make that kind of research happen right here in Nebraska. Yeah, it sure does, Bryce. I mean, I'm, I'm without getting into all the gory numbers, you know, just so appreciative. And I, I really mean this. Thank you to the people who are listening here. Thanks to the, the, the public. Uh, thanks to the Unicameral for their appropriations to the University of Nebraska. That um, a, a chunk of that comes right back to IANR and supports uh, Nebraska Extension. So our ability to be there in every county. Um, our Ag Research Division, absolutely really critical. Um, we take those state dollars and we leverage those with federal funding. Um, there's dollars called capacity dollars. So uh, the deal back in the day when the land-grant university system was set up was that the federal government would put in some money, but the states needed to match it dollar for dollar. 
And uh, those dollars are really critical because they come to Nebraska and we can use them on Nebraska issues. We don't have to work on a project that might be important to the country or the world. We can just focus on Nebraska. There's also competitive dollars, and these are the grant dollars that we've talked about. And I'm just going to say, you know, a point of pride, just in the last six months alone, researchers in IENR, and this is just last six months, and only I'm only counting the grants that are a million dollar or more. Researchers in IENR landed sixty-six wow. million dollars in the last six months. That's an incredible. That's an incredible investment. And uh, where where I was going with this is for every every dollar, uh, give or take, that comes in from the state, uh, we more than double that through our our research uh, competitiveness. Um, Philanthropy is also a key part of this. And when I moved here, one of the things that I noticed immediately was um, beyond, beyond the Corn Board and the Corn Growers Association, um, the Nebraska Wheat Board and the Soybean Board both have, so the Gr- Wheat Growers Association in particular and the Soybean Board both have presidential chairs. Bryce, this is incredible. There are only four presidential chairs at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Three of them are funded by our amazing commodity boards, growers associations. Three of them are in IENR. So a huge, um, authentic, genuine thank you to the growers out there, to the associations, to the wheat, uh, wheat, wheat Growers Association, the Soybean Board, and the Corn Growers, and the Corn Board for this investment in people like Dr. James Schnabel who are pushing the envelope and uh, it just makes coming to work every day very special here. Well, thanks for the time, Mike. We do appreciate that as you join us each week here on the weekly IANR update. As a reminder for our listeners, keep up with all the things happening within the Institute by visiting IANR.UNL.EDU. Here on the Rural Radio Network, I'm Brian Suskit reporting.